0: K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at K.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with Kay. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet it's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness it's about tapping into what you can do learn more about how wounded warrior projects adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org. sports this is a podcast from minute media it's about to go the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast, where we talk history of the game, numbers, and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should, because I'm ticked this, 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 this the, the real deal. And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max, sit back and relax. This the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast, let go! What is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome into another episode of the Buffalo Nerd. This is brought to you by Minute Media Network and Fan If this is your first time joining the show, thanks for being here. I'm glad you found us. Welcome to your new home. If this is your returning customer and you've been following along the whole time, thanks so much for coming back. Appreciate you guys. Glad you're part of the Nerd Mafia. So this is going to be the week six phase report. Last week we were dancing. We were smiling. I mean, I was dancing and I don't typically dance. So it was a big win. And then we just watched a completely brutal loss. Um, and it was just the way it ended was brutal, but realistically you feel like you left a lot out there that we could have done a little better and, you know, move things in different directions that might've changed the whole outcome. But when it's all said and done, there would not have been a Buffalo bills team in the past that would even had the guts, the balls to go for a win. We would have settled for the opportunity to tie to have another chance in overtime, to just drag it out, to please give us a little longer to try to do this. Not this football team. Did it work? No. Was it the right call? Yes. I'm I In the moment, it was a yes. After watching it over and over and over, it was a yes. Do I agree with the play call? Not necessarily. I think we had other options, but that's in hindsight. If you go back and look at the numbers, Josh Allen converts this so many times that it's worth it. It was just a bad moment. It didn't go the way it was supposed to be, and we took a tough loss there. And it's a team that, uh, you know, I felt like we should have kind of really been able to handle this time around, but they still are a contender. I mean, this is a team I said at the beginning of the season, we would probably see them. I mean, they're a good football team. I mean, you got Julio Jones, you got A.J. Brown, you got Derrick Henry, and Tannehill is more than capable of working with that if you give him any time and that's what we saw in this game I mean late in the second half there uh, they scored on six consecutive drives actually minus the having to take the knee there late at the end of the half so um, it was just a rough day around all in all for the defense uh, offense struggled in the red zone again um in this game which is it's getting a little concerning that we're having such a hard time we're so high powered you know getting it down the field and then we just can't find a way to finish all the time but you know, it still feels good. I mean, four and two, you you still have to know that this is a contender. This is still going to be an AFC East champion. We're going to be in the playoffs and we're going to have an opportunity to take these teams down again. And it's going to be for big, big things. Then Uh, this is week six. I mean, we said it last week coming out of last week, it was only week five. It's a big win, but it's not the end of the world. We did this last season. We came out, we didn't lose again until the AFC championship. So, was it brutal? Yeah, but it's okay. Uh, the the most brutal part of the whole thing to me, actually, um, is the AFC standings will be a little more challenging late in this. But the loss of Dawson Knox, um, I mean, he's played great. Um, he's looked so good. You can tell he worked so hard to get where he was at this season, and he's just playing so well. And then we lose him. and it, it's going to change things. It really truly is. If you go back and watch what we do, he is out there almost all of the time. So this will be interesting to see if Tommy Sweeney steps up or if we're going to get to see maybe Gabe Davis out there a little more. Maybe we're going to start shifting to that four wide a little bit more. But this is going to change the way that things are unless Tommy Sweeney just gets slid right in. And that's what we do. Um, I, I I could see that happening to try that at first, especially with the schedule of games that we're going to come out against. Not that it's still the NFL and these teams are going to be ready for us. But I mean, we're getting Miami again. We get the jets, we get Jacksonville, we get some games coming out of this by that will give us a, probably an opportunity to reassess where we're at until Dawson gets back. But for me, that was the biggest hit, but Like we do on this every week, it's meant to kind of just break down each phase and kind of talk about what, you know, what I thought took place and what, you know, what I would have liked to see better, what was still looking good. I mean, we still put up 31 points. I mean, let's not forget this. We're just so used to a defense that's got two shutouts and they're giving up 12 points a game and they got beat. Uh and part of that was to me this game was really about not that last play. That was definitely one of them, but there was big plays throughout this that really changed everything. Obviously the run by Derrick Henry early on, the 76 yard run where uh questionable if there was holding there uh on a lot of aspects because you could see like three different guys being dragged down. But still one big play, interception get the ball at the eleven. Obviously the McKenzie come back, you know, return being brought back. I mean, those, those are huge plays. Um, and, and last week against Kansas City, we were getting the big swing plays, and it worked in our favor. This week, we gave up big plays, and it didn't work in our favor. You know, so uh, it's just one of those things where you have to. When you talk about playing three phase football, that's that's what it is, and you have to be the team getting the big plays, not giving them up. And we gave them up. Um, and part of it for me was I felt like we we did exactly what they wanted us to do. We, we game planned heavy for Derrick Henry and it just, it didn't work again for us. Uh, I feel like every time that we try to do that, it's just, it's not really working for us that we need to change up our approach when we play the Titans in the future. Um, but let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Cause I mean, 31 points, that's nothing to like, not write home about. I mean, it's a good, if you can put up 31 points in the NFL, you typically should be winning. So, the big things that stood out for me on offense, I think everybody would agree, the offensive line did not have their best game. Um, Spencer Brown, he had his probably worst game as a rookie so far. Um, but we're going to have to expect that. And and this is going to be a game that you would anticipate is going to be a dirty, kind of down-in-the-trenches game. I mean, that's what we typically do when we play this team, and I wouldn't anticipate anything different. So we, we got beat on this one. Uh, I thought that there was points in this game where – We were using Josh to run and I I liked it and I actually, I felt weird saying it, but I felt like he should have been running more and not necessarily on designed runs, but the way they were dropping back, there was a lot of room, um, to, for him to get out. Like he kind of typically does and pick up six, seven, eight yards, you know, we kind of move on and he wouldn't have been in so much pressure and getting himself hit as much as he was. I mean, three sacks they gave up this week. Um you know not not good at all um you know obviously there's a couple he held on to it a little bit and he didn't run out of the pocket which he he kind of typically does and you know he was you could definitely tell in this game the deep shot and kind of the big play was that he was looking for it a lot and he was waiting on it and trying to make that happen um when i think he could have escaped a little bit and we had a lot of stuff missed in the flat in this game um but overall the offense still put up 31 points we talked about a little bit earlier about the red zone woes. I mean, it's 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 still continuing, um, but we were down there. I mean, but when you're when you've got five trips in the red zone and you're only coming out with two touchdowns, that's I mean, that's part of the problem, obviously. Especially when your opponent gets three trips and that accounts for three touchdowns. So you you, you we just need to figure out what's going on in, inside the twenties that we're not being able to finish. Um, run game was not really there in this game but it it starts with the line and the line just wasn't uh, it wasn't having its best game so the run game didn't play that well but I don't want this to drown all out into feeling like this was a negative thing on the offensive side of the ball because the one thing that I did see that I loved out of this game was Stefan Diggs looked untouchable Emmanuel Sanders the catch that he made on the last drive on that like thirty one yard pass, the way he turned and adjusted and came back to that ball. What we have in the wide receiver crew right now, be and then Beasley, I mean, last week he he gets no love, nothing at all, and then comes right back to work and has a phenomenal game where he's impactful and he's doing his thing. We're we're gonna be okay. I mean, these guys are good. They are very good wide receivers. They're tough to defend. And if we get secondaries that are banged up and down to their third string guys, if this line can hold up the way that we need them to, our wide receivers look phenomenal. I mean, Diggs was burning whenever he wanted to burn. There was times he was deep down by the running, you know, alone down the sideline, and we just couldn't get the ball to him. He was destroying that team. He looked like he was ready to destroy them. And he came in and did, but Beasley beautiful game right back into doing his actions and Sanders. Uh, I just we're, I think we're overlooking a little bit of how important he's been to this offense and how good he has been in this offense. I mean, I was saying in the beginning of the season, go back and look, I, there was potential for him to get over a thousand yards. I didn't think, and I think I said five touchdowns and he's already there. Um, so he he's having a very nice season for us. So wasn't all doom and gloom and Dawson Knox up until leaving that game was having another good game. So really if the offensive line would have just stepped up a shade in this game, I think we would have been all right defensively. Yeah. I mean, just another, another rough. It was like, just, we always have a hard time with this team. I just, like I mentioned, I think it's we just we're scheming the wrong way. You can see we went heavy, right? We took out the young guys. Basham came out. We sit Epinenza for the first time this season, who I thought has been playing great. Um, so you would think to yourself, okay, I guess we're gonna go heavy, we're gonna try to stop the run, but it was just too slow. We'd never got near Tannehill enough to really, really bother him. Um, no sacks. And this was a team that was you know, gave up 20 sacks. I mean, that's four sacks a game they're giving up, and we go in there and we don't we don't sniff a sack. I mean, we, we sniffed a couple. There were some times where we were moving them around, but I think the speed would have been the better route to just continue to let those guys work. I mean, for five weeks, they've been doing great. Why change it up just because they have Derrick Henry? I understand he's big, and... Th- it, It's going to be harder to take them down with the faster, scrawnier guys. But those faster, scrawnier guys might be around the corner well before that bigger guy is standing there waiting. So uh, for me, it was the the defensive line. I think everybody could see it. It just wasn't making the impact we needed. Um, And realistically, though, I mean, they gave up a lot of rushing yards, but one of them was on that one big run. I mean, if you take away the 76 yards, there was a lot of times where they were bottling Henry up in – that's all you're going to get. I mean, if you can bottle him up for one to two series here and there, that's what you're going to get. And you've got to be able to make that be enough, but they just didn't uh, perform that well on the defensive line this week. And it, it, you know, it is what it is. I mean, we'll come back and I'm sure this defense is not going to, you know, get pushed around like that again, uh, anytime coming out of this, especially with our, the opponents that I mentioned coming up. So uh, really though, Jordan Poyer, and Micah Hyde all pro level Jordan Poyer is playing at all pro all pro level right now another great game for him coming down in the box I mean some some missed tackles here and there by everybody in this game Um, but he and Hyde have been playing phenomenal football and it's showing I mean we gave up points but like one of them was a 76 yard run they got the ball in the 11 I mean some of that stuff is just this defense is doing a good job still and Like Milano, I just, uh, I don't, he didn't have a good game in my eyes. Um, I went back and watched a couple more times just because when I was watching and I didn't see, I didn't feel like he was playing well. And I went back and watched it again and he just didn't have his best game. I don't know if he wasn't a hundred percent and he was kind of out there. Um, But there was definitely times where he was, you know, wasn't turned around, you know, in coverage when he would typically be turned around. I mean, he just wasn't hitting the hole the way that he typically would hit the hole. So I just don't think he was a hundred percent, but this was, this was not a good game for him. I didn't feel, um, just going back and watching it. And it actually brought to me a couple of points during this game where I was like, okay, so we're going with this heavy front because we're concerned with Derrick Henry. And I'm like, where's AJ Klein in, I it feels weird saying that, but AJ Klein is more of our downhill go and get him in the backfield linebacker, and not the coverage guy. So I felt like there was times that Klein should have been out there a little bit more, especially when we really felt like they were going to be run heavy. And you know, but it's all hindsight. I mean, you're you're talking about it after the fact and everything else, you know. So, but to me, I, I was a little weird that I didn't see Klein out there, and Londo just didn't look as sharp, but who did look sharp and continues to look sharp was by far the only real shining star. The entire, every part of that game was Trey man Edmonds in my eyes. He was making big plays yeah he missed a couple he everybody's going to this is the NFL I mean there's guys getting paid on the other side too but he was making tackles that he doesn't typically make he was his form looks way better his just the way everything he did he was going into Henry hard all the time and I don't think Henry escaped him in his coverage he was right on the guys and making great tackles right behind him I, I mean I get it. he missed a couple of lines here and there and got pushed out of the way a couple of times but he is playing great football right now in the center of this defense and he's earning a contract for next season and long term he's way he's he's just performing and continuing to elevate you can tell he's seeing it right he's definitely looks calm and cool and collected in the situation dude's playing ball and he's playing great football right now and I know some people are you know out there hating on him and this that and the other I just you're not watching it then because he's doing the right things in my eyes so I mean I think he's having a great season, and he performed well in that game, and I would give him the star of the game for sure as far as the defense goes. Obviously, the special teams' bass continues to be rock solid. I mean, the kid is just continuing to light it up. He's performing at a high level, making kicks when we need him. He's doing all the good things, not really allowing returns unless we're – I think you can almost tell when we want them to return the ball because he's only like two steps away from the ball when he kicks it and he, he hits it higher and he lets it drop in. So you can almost tell when we want to try to pin them beneath that, uh, you know, starting point. So he's having a great season. You know, the punter, um, you know, he had another successful game where nothing bad happened. So he just continues to do okay. His average was all right. He didn't have to do that much again, which is a good thing, I think. Um, obviously, how huge would the quick return have been? I mean, it's just one of those things, right? I mean, you... Yeah. You want it back. And that's actually the special teams, uh, had a, had a rough game as far as the return guys. And, you know, there's a few penalties and they were costly. And the one was very costly at the end, you know, now we still drove right down and we still had the opportunity to win, but you never know what happens if he puts it in and then they get the ball back and they come right down. We have to go back down. So there's a lot that still could have happened, but yes, crucial play. The special teams did not perform well in that aspect, but bass, phenomenal game again and now we're going to come into the buy. you know and to me it's early I don't like that it's this early but we did this almost same exact thing last season right so I mean this is this feels like they're going to be used to it we've seen what they can do when they come out of it Um, the schedule in the second half of the season is supposed to be one of the easiest, you know, based on records and the way everything stands right now, we're looking at one of the easiest Well, some of our opponents that we're going to be competing for those, you know, those, that number one seed with are not going to be having such favorable schedules. So we definitely are going to be in a good position coming out. It's probably a good time to kind of take another little chin check, rest up, sit on it for the week and get ready to come back against a team, you know, very well, um, a team that you typically handle very well and just reset your mind to go back to business and just handle this. And I think that we're obviously can see that that's going to happen. I mean, this happened with Sean McDermott throughout the years, the process is still in full swing. I mean, this is still a very good football team. We don't need to freak out. Yeah. I mean, yes, it would have been beautiful to be five and one in the top, the AFC looking down, you know, but that's not where we're at. And we went for it. We got to live with that. I mean, there's going to be points in the season where things aren't going to go our way. And at the end of this all, we're all going to be mad unless you're the one team standing, right? So you you just got to kind of live with it. I It wasn't a great performance. We could have done better. I was really hoping for more. I thought we would have come out in the second half. And the way we kind of marched down the field immediately the second half, it felt like we had them figured out and we were going to come out and handle our business and It just didn't take place. Um, We just had that one bad series, and we gave him the ball back, and then all of a sudden we're down, and he still made the plays. Josh still let us down the field. We still had an opportunity to win, and that's all we can be really be hoping for at the end of this is that every week we've got a shot to win, and we did again, and we probably should have won. But – I hope you enjoy the bye week. I know it's going to be a salty one um, because we don't get to watch them come back and stop somebody hopefully, but hopefully we will get to see them come home and squish the fish out of the bye again. So you got to be excited for that. So this is going to do up by this week for the uh, phase report. just the week six phase report um, next week. Uh, it's going to be, a, I'm changing it up a little bit. We're still going to do the phase report, but I got a guest coming on with me. I hope you guys are really going to enjoy it because uh, I think everybody will know him. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And I just want to see where he's at with uh, what's going on with the team uh, coming out of the buy. and, also the regular episode will be out on Friday. Um, got a great guest coming on talks football with everybody across the league and, you know, covers every team in the league. So I want to get his opinion on the bills, uh, you know, and see what he thinks about what took place in that. So make sure you check that out. Uh, look for that on Friday. And of course, make sure you guys are heading over to uh, Buffalo Lowdown. That's Buffalo W D O W N com. So that's Buffalo W My guys over there, Brandon, and you know they're putting out good content good stuff to read they like they love the team they're mafia like everybody else so make sure you guys are heading over there and checking them out too and then of course everything i'm up to you guys can find over at the buffalo nerd.com and of course make sure you guys follow me you know at the buffalo nerd on everything uh, that's social out there and go days. you just listen to the buffalo nerd sports podcast make sure you leave a review and subscribe So you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out! Hi, I'm Michaela from Columbus, and I would absolutely recommend 3C. Because the accident wasn't my fault, 3C stepped in to handle the other person's insurance company, so I didn't have to do a thing. While they were fixing up my bumper, they actually fixed up a few of the scratches that were there, and now it looks brand new. I would totally recommend 3C to my friends and family, and I have been. <laughs> 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision repair. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.